Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you for joining our depleted band of merry men this evening, but we are here anyway. It is episode 205 of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Apologies for not being around over the past few weeks, but sadly that thing called life just got in the way, which is a right pain in the backside. But hey, there we go. So there are three of us here this evening. Uh, joining me as always is John. Good evening. Good and Abend. All right, you're getting all prepared for your... Dublin adventure, aren't you? Dublin. Dublin? No, Berlin. Yeah, they speak <laughs> German in Dublin. It, it ends in a <laughs> it ends in a Lynn. It's close. Um, yes, you're from Berlin, your, your yes, Berlin, Berlin adventure. And hello, Susan. Hello. Who, hi. How was your trip to um? Ice, is it Iceland? Iceland. Yes. Get I had, country right. I was lucky enough to go and off to Iceland. That's the country, not the shop. Not the shop. I, yes, I was lucky <laughs> enough to go off to Iceland and just wow. It's just a Very phenomenal country. Uh, and I would highly recommend going to anyone. Just make sure you definitely wrap up warm. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> my word was it cold at times. Uh, it's very, very bizarre walking around in minus 10. It's weird getting in a swimming oh, pool gosh. in minus 10 that's outdoors anyway. But there we go. So uh, this week we've got a couple of things we want to share with you. Susan was lucky enough to go off for a very posh afternoon tea, which was uh, themed to one of the Disney classics, which is going to talk about. And also something else that we said we'd talk about and we haven't done yet. And uh, that's John's going to talk to us a little bit about going out to Disneyland with a British budget. The differences between going to Disneyland and going to Disney World or Disneyland Paris, those sort of things. And... Um, kind of the best ways to do it and the sort of things that he's done as well so that's sort of the plan for this evening to talk about those two things and uh and go from there before that though i just want to talk about something very briefly <laughs> it's going to cause an argument so we've all seen coco now yes <laughs> oh i knew you were going to say <laughs> there we go so yes we've all seen coco this needs to be addressed this needs yes. to be addressed okay so so i lay my cards on the table coco was okay it only got good in the last 20 minutes and the rest of it was, yeah, take it or leave it. Um, it's not. Take it's, it or it's, leave it. it's like right down the bottom of my favourite Pixar movies of all time. This you, you, you rated Cars above it. I, I did. I put, I put the original Cars above it. Yeah, I did. Um, but not Cars two. Not Cars two. No, Cars two's no. Cars two's not as good. Cars two was quite good. But I just, I, I came out going, it's all right. But at no point did I go, that's amazing, it's so good, it's so awesome. Um, it was yeah, it was just a bit... Right. And you didn't even cry. I didn't cry, no. Lord. Um, so, yeah, but you all love it, you all rave about it, don't you? I think we're going to need to do oh, another poll. That. Another Twitter poll, I think, should be about. Do you reckon? Did you cry at Coco? Maybe that should be the poll. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't tell us whether anyone's going <laughs> to like it or not. 
I just, I don't. I totally, totally did. I, I totally cried. I had a whole feeling though before I went to see it. I was like, I'm really not up for this. I really don't. I'm not feeling this at all. Like, you know. Yeah. See, that's what it is. You went in with a negative attitude. Well, there you go. But, you didn't tell us that. Yeah, I did. I think I sent a message saying I'm really not feeling this, or something along those lines. <laughs> he did. But he did. Was, he did. Was... I literally thought you was joking, Mark. No, <laughs> I, I just like, came oh. out feeling a little bit underwhelmed. Bearing Where's in mind, my Fanta the thing bottle? Is, every, We're single, in with it. every single Pixar film I've seen in the past, you know, we have such high expectations for Pixar. I just came out of this one going, it was alright. But it wasn't... Well, for what it's worth, I didn't rate Inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out was okay. Again, it's not a, it wasn't a classic, was it? Um, People love it. I just I yeah, wasn't yeah. a fan. Well, there we go. So, uh, so let us know what you think of Coco because uh, we are definitely divided here. Well, I say we're divided. It's me against everybody else, <laughs> uh, which is interesting because normally we 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 agree most on most movies and things like that, don't we? Whereas this one yeah, is definitely so. uh, definitely divided the lot of us. Anyway, talking about movies, Moana um, was an, uh, unanimous. Yeah, you, Moana was unanimous. We all love Moana. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Susan. I believe you yeah. put on your best posh accent and uh, your best posh dress and <laughs> you went out for a lovely uh, lovely afternoon with friends. Do you want to explain to us a little bit about what it is that you, you went and did recently? Yes, of course. Let me get my uh, posh accent. <clears throat> yeah, she actually pronounced her T's when she asked for her Fanta. Did she? <clears throat> wow, look at that. <laughs> Oh, can I have a Fanta? Can I have a Fanta? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had the sort of um, very lucky sort of privilege to go to the Taylor's Oldest Time Afternoon Tea <laughs> right. at the uh, Kensington Hotel. Yeah. Um, we went in the sort of beginning of January. Sort of beginning of January. Yeah. And we were one of the we booked we booked it for four o'clock, which is the uh, last seating so so some of my sort of opinions may differ due to the time we went in okay yeah uh, for instance it was very busy when we walked in because obviously we were the last people there so it was already kind of full um but that's just that was just a little minor thing but yeah. the overall experience was amazing um so the food um so we went for the um the non-champagne uh, selection so we went for just the normal selections which was 35 pounds per person right, okay um and what was really good about um this afternoon tea is that um because i know i think it's the ritz you can't but um you can only in the things of the ritz that you can only choose one pot of tea and one flavor of tea you can't change it or well, uh... or I actually uh, believe that is correct due to I have a booking at the Ritz in, ju in June, you know. Oh, um, don't you know? Yes, don't you know? <laughs> it's only one flavour So I do believe that pot. is true, yes. <laughs> Where the Kensington Hotel, you can change the flavour if you want to go for another pot, which yeah. was really great. Um, what was really different about um, this uh, special afternoon tea is that you get a savoury at the beginning, so you get like a starter yep. before your actual tea comes to oh, your table, which I was like, okay, okay. So, because I was a bit, you know, all right. But what was really good is they did ask you for your dietary requirements. So, if you, you know, have any nut allergy or yeah. any dairy products, but I mean, that you have your chance to sort of say something. And this is going to shock most of you because I do love a good afternoon tea, but I don't really like sandwiches. <gasps> wow. So, okay. <laughs> 
sandwiches. It's like, it's like staple diet, isn't it? Sandwiches. It's just like every, it is everybody loves sandwiches. Toasty. <laughs> so, but isn't so, a toasty when, just a sandwich, <laughs> but hot? It's basically Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> so obviously, when I went, I you know, I thought I asked just in case. So I went to the serve. I went to the server. I said, "Is there any chance that I can?" Maybe get a double of the sweets because I don't really like sandwiches. He kind of looked at me like. Uh, They're having a laugh uh, at you in the like kitchen. Like anyone would look at you. He was like, "I can see what I can do," and then he kind of Hilarious. walked off. So that was that. So the savoury um, dish came. Yeah. And you got a uh, bite-sized venison pie, oh, uh, nice. beef ragu, and saffron. I'm going to butch this up. Aaron. Chini with uh, Arancini. Lemon... No, that's yeah. right. with lemon uh, creme fraiche, with, of course. Um, and then you got a cheese souffle, ros- roscoff onion. Pi- oh God, pizza, pizza ladera. <laughs> Suddenly, the show's just gone to a PG. Uh... <laughs> so obviously, um, in time, that's like, so in time with the be our guest sort of song. So you yeah. got the beef ragu cheese souffle sort of thing going on there. So obviously, I was. You know, quite happy that they managed to start to slip things in already yeah. from just the starters. Nice. And that was really nice. Okay. You so know a Disney fan to come up with this. Y- yeah, you can tell, <laughs> can't you? You really can tell. I was like, be fragu, cheese souffle. So obviously I'm not like And then venison pie. <laughs> oh, pie and pudding. pudding so, so yeah, you had, you had your pie. Add, add me it. Pie and pudding. Um... And then obviously that's when the tiered. Uh, so after once you've done your starters, then the tiered um, food came out. Yeah. Uh, so start from the bottom. You got a, a sweet um, brioche baguette with apricot preserves and a chocolate pot, which nice. was so nice, so nice. Um, oh, and the, the server did manage to get uh, all this, the the uh, sandwiches off my plate and added extra dessert. Oh, excellent! Well, that's good news. I think the only reason why he was able to do that is because we were the last people in. So I guess he was like, well, there's so some left. left yeah. I must some on there. Because I don't, I can't imagine him doing it at the beginning. Because, you know, in terms of, well, the, you know, we've got certain amount of desserts with a certain amount of people coming in. So I'm quite happy with that. So I got, so in, so you got a selection of sandwiches, yeah. um, which was smoked salmon and creme fraiche. Roast uh, Devon red chicken with cranberry, cucumber and cream cheese, egg mayonnaise and cress as your sandwiches. Yeah. And <laughs> Just standard sandwiches most of them, aren't they? I was going to say, I love an egg and cress. Man. Yeah, oh yeah, give me an egg and cress any day. <laughs> now for the start, top tier, is why we're all here for this yes. afternoon tea, is the sweet. So you got, uh, and what was really good, especially the top tier, he was telling you the story of why they came up with these desserts and the meaning of, and there's obviously the, like where it sort of enticed, comes in with the Beauty and the Beast story. Yeah. So you got the vanilla and gold jelly, which was a sort of rose gold uh, flavoured jelly that had the rose inside to obviously represent course, yeah. uh, Beast's rose jar. Yeah. Then you had the chocolate clock tart with chocolate ganache, nice. which is Cogsworth. Yeah. Then you had the spiced snowball uh, macaron at, or macaroon, uh, coconut and chocolate to obviously represent the snowball fight with Beauty and the Beast. And then that's the... a tenuous one. Okay, carry on. 
<laughs> the appearance yeah, perhaps a reach. <laughs> oh, that is, I mean, it's not. I mean, we mentioned it's our favorite, one of our favorite songs for Christmas. But you know, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and Pierre Resistance was try the grey stuff, which was white chocolate mousse in a chip mug. Yeah, which I did oh, quite like the fact that it was in cute. a chip mug was quite cool. Which was really cool. And oh no, obviously everyone's asking, was the grey stuff delicious? Drum roll. I think it was. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Have you had Disney World's Grey stuff? Yes. No. Uh, oh, I was going to say, that... can we compare? compare? I didn't yeah. really like the Grey stuff. It was all right. It's very sugary. It yes, is. this one was really sugary to the point like, because like my co colleagues who I went there with, oh, sorry, I meant to mention this was for my Christmas, late, late, late Christmas do. Oh, that's okay, right. Meant. That's what it was there. So, <laughs> so um, my colleagues thought they were very sweet. So I kind of basically had one, my second one that he managed to put on here. My colleague's one. So by the time I got to the, my other colleague's fourth one, it was very, very, very sickly. Yeah, I can imagine it probably would be by that point. Mm. <laughs> but it was, I mean, the first two times it was really nice. <laughs> um, so overall the food. Now, see, this is where I spoke to my colleagues about because one of my colleagues isn't really much of a big Disney fan. Okay. And I said to her, so overall how would you rate this not being a disney fan and obviously not ooing and ahhing over the little little quirks that they put yeah, into yeah, there yeah. and she did say look if you're not a disney fan i don't think this would be a good idea you're best going to like the ritz or the sort of other afternoon teas or the like harrods or you know other places like that because yeah. you are here just for the gimmick or this for the whole if you're a disney fan you love all the sort of the little details that are within this afternoon tea and i do yeah. think she's right because the comparison of excitement and the comparison of of just really enjoying ourselves was completely different between me and her yeah, yeah yeah like so obviously i'm going singing along and going oh this is so cute oh look at this chip mug oh mrs potts and she's like hmm egg mayo and cress i have that all the time you know she's <laughs> so she's kind of like she was kind of like that so it was a bit Overall, I think if you're not a Disney fan, maybe. I mean, £35 for an afternoon tea in London is not actually not that bad. Expensive. I did think that when you said the hotel. price. When you came up with the price, I was like, actually, that's fairly reasonable. Bearing in mind, I know <laughs> what we're sort of paying in June. And that's, yeah, very reasonable. Yeah, so I think in that sort of sense, then I feel like can be then worth it. But I mean, obviously the the, the waitering service are high, are high top class anyway. And it was really nice for him that he did that for me. I can't yeah. remember the service name, but like for him to do that extra sort of sweets on there for me. Yeah. And obviously because I, I did get double of everything, I didn't finish it. And, it was, and they can take it in a sort of like doggy bag for you, which was really nice. That means I could... I could have let my like uh, partner also let have a little bit of it as well. My mum and dad to try some, um, and I cheekily did a little smile and go, "Can you add an extra little biscuit in there for me, please?" <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and he did. That's good. <laughs> and then he went out the back and started slagging you off. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, she's come to an afternoon. She don't like sandwiches and she wants extra biscuits. Who does she think she is, yeah, Diana? <laughs> But normally, because I always, I do always ask when I do afternoon tea, and they give me an extra scone. So, 
Yeah. Okay, so it's well worth going to see then, is it? I think so. I mean, it's, I mean, bearing in mind, it is very, very, very popular. Like right now, I did check online and it is all sold out for this season. So you'd have wow. to wait for the next season. Um, in I think in the summer, it does sell out really quickly because it is only for a short period of time a day. And it, the restaurant isn't big at all. Like I feel it probably only holds about... 60 to 50 people like it's right. tiny um so and i think it's between 12 and 4 if we were the last people to see it so it's a tiny sort of amount of time and and sort of uh restaurant so i can imagine why they probably sell out really quickly so it's yeah it's just looking at their website now and saying yeah it's quite clear isn't there sold out um look at that that's i didn't even know this existed how did you find out about this oh my god adam i knew this but this happened like about i could say about a year or a half ago it, it all kicked, it, this all sort of came out and it was, it was, um, it was really big straight off. I, it hasn't really slowed down at this point in time since it's been out. Like it has right. constantly been sold out, sold out. So I, I only managed to get a booking because my manager knows a friend, uh... of a friend who works there. So she managed to cram us in because it was again sold out when we started looking in september for our christmas do um because there's only there was there's we haven't got a big team so there was like so she really wanted to do something just nice and cute so we started looking in september and that was all sold out for christmas so we only managed to get in because she knew somebody um so it really is hard to get in so it's at the townhouse kensington yeah, Townhouse Kensington oh, in London. That, then that sounds awesome. Uh, it, oh, it, it does sound awesome. Oh, if you're a Disney fan, especially Beauty and the Beast fan, you will yeah. die. Like, you get a mini Cogsworth and a Lumiere on your table. Oh, and the, the DLs are just unreal. Now, like, I wonder, I'm wondering what the relationship is between Kensington and Disney, whether Disney are aware that this is happening, or... I'm, I'm really intrigued. I don't think so, because there's no Disney logo at all like even when um because you get little uh marzipan biscuits in Belle's yeah, yeah, dress yeah. and that yeah. comes in like a little packaging on your on your table when you walk in to dunk your tea in and none of that packaging has got anything disney on it in terms of their logo or sponsored by disney or anything it's just all kinsington hotel because i'm just looking here I've... on their website yeah there must be some loophole that they've managed to yeah there's got to be well i'm looking at how they yeah. described it on the website and it says to celebrate the upcoming release of the highly anticipated beauty and the beast film townhouse at the kensington is delighted to offer a special afternoon tea with a magical twist this delightful afternoon tea named tale as old as time complete with charming mrs potts and chip potts dishware ensures the perfect family outing or fun afternoon with friends and loved ones so it does yeah. they must have contacted them i feel so they have because the Cogsworth is the spitting image of the Cogsworth you can buy in the store and the Lumiere as well that you can buy in the Disney parks. The Cogsworth is literally identical. So I'm thinking they must have done something to be able to get those props. Mm. Got to have done. Because the only, the only mention on their website is Beauty and the Beast film, Mrs. Potts, Chip Potts. So Beauty and the Beast film, you can get away with. But they've mentioned Mrs. Potts and Chip Potts as actual... Because all the um, the uh, food items and all that, the only thing that's sort of like labelled that could be Disney could say something is try the grey stuff. Everything else yeah. they've made their own. And obviously Cogsworth looks like Cogsworth. Oh yeah, he's uh, definitely Cogsworth. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm be intrigued to, to find out whether it's because it's not endorsed by Disney at all, is it? 
Who knows? Okay, so that's uh, if you go to town Kensing, townhousekensington.com and you can find out all the information there. But like I say, if you want to book it, tough. It is completely sold out. <laughs> right, John. Going wow. from one thing to another. <laughs> Sold out. Tough. Just tough. Yeah, just you can't go. Just get over just it. Tough. Um, so we've just done a review for something <laughs> you can't go and do. Uh, unlucky. Right, John. We yes, have had darling. some discussions with people about um, Disneyland. And there's people, including myself, who have never made it out to Disneyland yet. And would love to make it yes. out to Disneyland. It's just not happened. Um, and we, uh, we suggested that it was probably a really good idea if you were to maybe go through your experiences of going to Disneyland, how you book it, all those sort of things. Uh, and we put something out on social media today, asking people some questions and things to do with it. So, so over to well, you. Well, it kind really. of comes off the back of us discussing fan days and me making that remark saying you could go to Disneyland for less. Can I just stop you for one second? Go for it. I've just uh, gone on to... Um, May two thousand in May this year, Taylor's oldest yeah. time is available to book. Right, guys, book it. <laughs> there now. you go, guys. Quick rush. Get going. Rush. Get going. May. By the time June, you've listened July. to this podcast on Thursday, it could be gone. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Carry on. So we'll go back to where we were. Disneyland. Yeah. So I'm saying it kind of comes off the back of um, I was talking when we were doing uh, talking about the fan days packages. Yes. On the last show. Um, and somebody actually tweeted us and said, you mentioned, um, it's Thomas, Thomas, hi Thomas, by the yeah. way, uh, you mentioned planning uh, a sub 1,000 trip, 1,000 pound trip to Disneyland uh, in the last episode, any chance of an episode on tips for planning uh, to go to the California parks for Brits, so I threw that out to you guys, and you guys went, actually, do you know what, we would find this interesting, Yeah. because, mm-hmm. um, and I know that Katie and Alan are definitely um, debating yes. going you know, skipping Disney World one year and going out to to Disneyland. So I have priced this up. Now, can I? Can if I got it right, thinking that a trip out to Disneyland, very much like you do, is similar in the sense to sort of Disneyland Paris, in the sense that if you're going to go for a, a whole holiday, Disneyland is part of the trip, and then you can incorporate other elements into your trip as well. Because whereas you go to Disney World, Disney World is your holiday, pretty much. Mm. Is it the same with Disneyland, or was it, like I say, with the sort of Disneyland Paris issue? Uh, I, I think it depends entirely on what you want to get out of it. If you are going there purely for Disney, yeah, then there is there is plenty to keep you occupied. Right, and yeah. I've done. I just want to kind of just put. A, um, I've I've done this based on a week, one week only. Okay. Um, which I know mm. is not a long time. Isn't it a long way? There is only two parks. Yeah. It's not like going to like Disneyland Paris. I think a week would be your limit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of done it based on you know the fact that we're going out for a week, um, and there is uh, like similar surprise. You do only have two parks, but yeah. there is enough in these two parks to keep you occupied if you just wanted to do Disney. Now there is plenty of other things. Um, within an hour, just a little over an hour away so we're um, saying from two weeks, Disneyland. Two weeks in California would do Disney and some other bits and pieces that are a little bit further afield. I say a week. A week would you'd be able to do... If you went for a week, you'd be able to do Disney, Universal. You could probably go to the beach for a day. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, I, I think you could easily, easily do that in one week. And have you priced that into this week? I have not. Okay. So we're looking at, well, the question was, wasn't it? It was a week, it was a a Disney trip for under a thousand. Okay, so. That's a thousand pounds per person. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) That's not a thousand pound total, because if I could do that, 
That'd be amazing. That's the only place, I would, that's yeah. the only place I would ever go. Yeah. That's it. Um, so I've basically done this. I've done it in two two parts. Yeah. I've done it based on two adults, and I've done it based on a family of four, um, with two adults and two kids, and the two kids being aged five and eight, because I had to put ages into everything. So that's the ages I have put the kids. Fair enough. Um, so I've done flights, and it seems that at the minute you can only fly out of London direct to... Um, to Los Angeles. There are occasionally Thomas Cook flights from Manchester, but they're so sporadic. It's like one every two weeks. Right. It kind of seems pointless. Okay. Um, so I've done it based out of flying from London. Um, and I've done it for a week in September, and I've gone for the dates are the 23rd of September to the... I just picked a random week, by the way, and I thought a lot of people go on holiday in September. Mm-hmm. You're tying in the Halloween season as well, so that would work. Fair enough. Um, so I've done it based on the 23rd of September to the 30th of September. Hello. And hello. if you fly... Sorry about that. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> totally Was that Katie in a frog? That's Katie, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Um, so if you fly with Norwegian Air, yeah. who are basically, if you've never heard of them or never flown with them, they're a budget long distance. So your flights basically include the as the absolute basics. But the way I see it is we've all got Netflix these days. Everyone's got some kind of, um, you know, iPad or yeah. Samsung tablet. It's easy enough to download TV shows. Or movies to keep yourself occupied, so you don't need to worry about the entertainment aspect. And buy some food before you go. You can take, you can actually take food through security. You just can't take, take drinks, can liquids. It? Yeah. So, oh. or even if you get into the airport, go and treat yourself to a couple of pret a manger or boot sandwiches, and then take them on the plane. Um, it doesn't include luggage. You would have to add luggage, but one suitcase between two adults, I imagine, would be fine for a week. I would think so. Yeah. So. I brought the flights, and I'm going to start for the adults for two. Yeah. Um, return flights into Los Angeles International from London. I can't remember which airport it was specifically. I think it was Gatwick. Um, it was £689 for two. Wow. 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 For two adults. That's mad. No, if you thought that was good, wait to hear how much it was for a family of four. So for a family of four... It was a hundred one thousand one hundred and forty-six pounds for four. That's mad. So six hundred eighty-nine pounds, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is about two hundred and is about three hundred and forty-five pounds per person. Yeah. But I have seen Norwegian Air flights go down as little as three twenty per mad. person That's based mad. on two adults. Right. Uh, so even if you paid thirty pound for a suitcase, you're still only looking at three hundred and fifty pounds. Which is phenomenal, and then one thousand four hundred and forty-six pounds per per person would be two hundred and eighty-six pounds fifty, which is a ludicrously cheap cost. That's then the... I looked at hotels. Right. Okay. So I've done hotels. Hotels are hotels at Disneyland. So one of Disneyland's biggest problems for tourists is also one of the best things that you can get, and that is that they're landlocked. And they're landlocked because of the amount of hotels that have been built up around course, them yeah. due to the success of Disneyland. So you are literally, as a Disneyland is on just off a road called South Harbour Boulevard. Yeah, and it's a very, 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 very long road, and up all up and down that road is an absolute abundance of hotels. Okay, for every budget, you can stay in the Sheraton, 
you can stay in a Howard Johnson, which has got a water park. Yeah. You can stay in a Motel 8. It's, there's 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 something there for absolutely Because the everybody. Motel 8 is the one that I've heard about, which is properly bog standard. It's, it's your premier, it's your, your travel lodge. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's Probably still not, not horrendous. quite as clean, but it's definitely your travel lodge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so, but I've actually done this based on two hotels that I have stayed in. So I've done two two prices. Okay. So the last hotel I stayed in was a hotel called the Castle Inn, um, and it's a little bit themed. It's kind of themed. I think you'd imagine with a name like Castle Inn, it's themed around like ye olde medieval London. Yeah. And it's like a castle, and there's like stained glass windows, and they've got a really cool knights' armor knights in shining armor um but it's again it's very much like a motel a lot of the hotels along there are like motels okay a bit like the pop century style where yeah, you yeah. Have, all the rooms are around you know you have to go along the walkways around the outside yeah and so the one i stayed in called castle inn the room is quite big yeah it wasn't the most modern room but hey uh, we had free wi-fi which we i find in in Anaheim's a real struggle to try and find places that have got Wi-Fi. Right, okay. It's free. So we had free Wi-Fi. wasn't the greatest, but hey, I could check in and post pictures on Facebook. In fact, I sent the pictures to you guys from um, Dapper Day. Yes. From that yeah, hotel. Yeah. Um, bathroom was big, um, and they had the sinks on the outside like they do, which is always good because someone can be in the shower and someone can be brushing their teeth. Um, ah, I have found the website. And they have, a, they have a pool. Uh, pool's in the middle of the car park, which is really <laughs> random. But it's, it's a small pool. But... Oh, and do you know what? The hotel um, rooms look all right, It's don't a they? pool if you want a pool. We sat by the pool. Um, I think they had... I'm not sure they had a restaurant or anything like that. But you, you don't really need to worry about that. If you're just looking for somewhere to pop your head down at night, the beds yeah. were super comfy. The rooms were really quite large. I'm just looking at the and photos within... and stuff here. It looks great. It what is. It, we, we, castle Inn. Yeah, the Castle Inn, yeah. Yeah. It was it was pretty cool. Like it's, talking... it's quite themed, so the kids would get that little bit of a buzz about it. If you've ever been to see, the best way I can describe it is a hotel version of Medieval Nights, the the, okay. the dinner show. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm... kind of the general is idea. Is this is this sort of walking distance to the park or? I, absolutely. Right. It, it, for me, it's the equivalent of walking from to get to the entrance, the actual entrance to the resort. Yeah. Would be like walking from, to put it in Disneyland Paris terms. So if you stay in this Cheyenne or the Santa Fe mm. and you have to walk along that way and then you go under the, the road and you go under that bridge. Yeah. Once you just get past that bridge, it's probably from that point till you get to the Disneyland well, That's okay. not bad. Hotel. It's not bad at all then, is it? It's, it's only about a 10 minute well, walk. That's about 10 minutes. That's it's really about a 10 good. minute walk. The thing that makes it longer... Is crossing the roads. Right. Yes. Because, American roads first of all, long. the roads are massive. Yeah. Um, and second of all, you have to wait ages for the red lights to change. You can't just run across the roads because it's too busy and, and it's wait. illegal. Yes, jaywalking, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> let's not do that. So, yeah, so I don't, definitely don't, don't, don't jaywalk. Um, <laughs> and when we were stayed there as well, we had a 7-Eleven that was open 24 hours across the road. Amazing. Yeah, um, 7-Eleven. So... I'll get. I mean, I'll get to this. This is kind of really good ways to save money, um, and I'll get to that soon. Yeah. Um, so it's with walking, walking distance, easy, easy ten minute walk. Obviously, it's at the end of the night. It's even when you're at Disneyland Paris and you're trying to walk back to the, you're trying to walk back to the New York hotel. You're just knackered and you want to just be in your hotel. But 
Yeah. You do it because it's it's close by. And I guess probably what makes it feel long as well is it's hot. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be warm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's accurate. That's completely accurate. And again, I've got a little anecdote about that later on. Okay. Um, about right. the heat. So how much how much is that then, John? Did you say so, this one? For two adults, that was six hundred and twenty-one pounds for a week. I'm just looking here. Um, I've I've just weighed up. So for me to go this summer in July for a week uh, and to get a standard room for the tourists is one thousand three hundred eighty-four dollars, and that's smack bang in obviously high season. Uh, yeah, that'd be the middle of their summer. Which is not. And okay. also, yeah. But that's still not overly expensive it's really not and i booked and this is the so i priced this up not directly through the hotel through a website that i've always used called travel republic oh i love travel republic yeah uh-huh. and it's a bit like a so if anybody doesn't know it's like a comparison website yeah. a bit like trivago only this company lets you put a deposit down it's good to know okay and they take as little as 10 pound deposits there we go that's pretty and good. it doesn't have to be paid until two weeks before you go. Awesome. And then sometimes they'll have the option where you pay the deposit and you pay it at the hotel. So it's definitely one of my favourite websites to use when I'm looking at hotels. So that was for two adults. <laughs> and then for two children, uh, for two children, just two children, uh, <laughs> just two adults right. and two children. So for the family of four, it was £621. That's wow. not the exactly difference. the same price. It's exactly the same price. Oh, is it? One oh, yeah. No- yeah. One thing I've noticed about American hotels is the price doesn't differ for the amount of people amount you of people. are paying yeah. for a room. You're paying per night. You're not paying per person. That's like, an, like That's two extra bits. That's amazing. So then I, yeah, so imagine doing that as four adults, which I have done. That's Top tip for yeah. I managed to go out to Anaheim for 10 days for £606. That's crazy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, room only, two queen beds, one week, £935 with any £10 deposit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's you mad. Go. That's insane. Is that for you and Gwen? That'd be if it was just the two of us, yeah. Um, but then I thought, right, okay, so maybe not everybody wants to stay in a... a not a budget hotel, but a, a slightly cheaper hotel, a little ageing hotel. Maybe they want to stay in something that's a little bit new and it's just been renovated. Yep. So there is a hotel called the Red Lion, which the Brits will love. <laughs> um, and it's only a, maybe a block down the road, further down the road. Yeah. So you're only adding five minutes tops onto your journey. Uh, it's just been recently refurbed, so it's all very modern, lovely modern bathroom, uh, nice flat screen TVs, uh, brand new beds. Um, and it was £913. Which is still really good. Mm. It's a slightly, it's, it's not slightly more modern. It's a much more modern hotel. Definitely a little much bit, more. A little bit more luxurious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, £913. And that is for two adults and a family of four. Okay. So it's the same price. Now, just out of curiosity, I thought, well, what happens if people want to go and stay in a Disneyland hotel? Oh, yep. God. I, I dread to think. I, this is just going to so, be... Bring so, on, John. Do we even again, need to go here, really? And for a family of four <laughs> to stay seven nights in the Disneyland Hotel. Disneyland yeah. <laughs> Hotel? £2,768. Oh, my God. That's insane. Oh, my God. £2,768. <laughs> now, I have stayed in the Disneyland Hotel, and I it's, 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 it's like you would expect anything from a Disneyland Hotel. It's second to none. I'm sure it is. 
But, it's but because that. the Disney hotels are all in such close proximity to Disneyland itself, yeah, that's why it's so pricey. Right, fair enough. Uh, so that's 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 your big budget. That's if you want to go all out. So then it's tickets. Yeah. How long do you go for? I think you can do it in three days. Okay. I feel you'd be rushing it, but I think you could. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, I've priced it based on five-day tickets because, and my method to my madness is, is if you were to go for a week and say you did want to go to the beach yeah. or you wanted to go to Universal Studios or you wanted to go to Knott's Berry Farm, these parks tend to close around six o'clock. Right, okay. Whereas, of course, Disneyland is open till midnight. Yeah. So sometimes it's worth having that extra day yeah. to then just be like, well, we'll go to Universal in the day and then, do you know what, we'll go and watch the fireworks. Mm. Fair enough. Or you go to the beach and have a chill, mm-hmm. and then go into Disneyland in the night. Okay. So that's why I've done it based on five days, and there's only like thirty pound price difference between five and three days. So, well, so I've done it based on that. Oh, wow. So attraction tickets direct, which is usually my go-to for um, yeah. indirect tickets. Yeah. Um, for two adults, it's five hundred and sixty-eight pounds. It was three hundred and sorry, two hundred and thirty-eighty-four pounds per person. Right. Two hundred and fifty-four pounds per person. Two hundred and fifty-four pounds. Yes, two hundred and fifty-four pounds per person. Which I've done really bad maths because that's not accurate at all. <laughs> Five hundred and eight pounds. Right. Five hundred and eight pounds. So there you go. I've just managed to save you sixty pounds. Bargain. <laughs> so it's actually five hundred and eight pounds for two five-day tickets. Which is, it's, it's Disney, it's pricey, but it's better than paying $120 a day. Yeah, that's definitely true. Mm. It's also cheaper than going to the park and buying a five-day park ticket when you're there. Yeah. However, there is a Target about a mile and a half away, yeah. which I do not recommend you walk to when the temperature is soaring above 100, because that mile and a half feels like 15. <laughs> And that's what I did. That's my. That's when I'm saying it's hot, and that's what makes it seem longer. And they sometimes do resident tickets, right. but you don't have to be a resident to buy the ticket. You also okay. don't have to be a resident to use it on the gate. Okay. Target right. are not bothered about who buys it, and Disney are only bothered about the money that goes in their pocket. Yeah. So sometimes you can get tickets cheaper. I personally don't think it's worth a gamble going out there and going, oh, they haven't got any special offer tickets on. Oh, so they only have a certain amount? Yeah. No, it's not that they have a certain amount. It's just it's they don't do those tickets all year round. Right. Ah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it swings and roundabouts, really. Um, so that's for a family of two. Yeah. And then for a family of three, you're looking at... I'm going to have to quickly do a recalculation based on my mess up with the uh, the original price. Would if you're going to you... do a family of four, the kids, kids' tickets are a little bit cheaper. Right. Um, so we are looking at, for two adults and two children, £956. So not bad, is it? Which isn't too bad. No, not at all. Would you recommend going for some uh, somewhere that has like breakfast included, or is it not worth it? <sighs> I don't think it's necessary, if I'm honest. I really, really don't. Because there's so much on South Harbour Boulevard. Right. True. There is, there's 
McDonald's, there's Denny's, there's IHOPs, there's Captain Jack's, there's, I think there's a Wendy's, there's, um, oh my god, what's the name of the other ones? Popeyes. Yeah. Um, there's oh, Bubba Gump's, there's Cheesecake Factory, there's so many different things that are around it, you just, honestly, you don't need to worry about it. Okay, fair enough. And then what we did in the mornings is because we stayed, because our hotel was directly opposite the 7-Eleven, is yeah. one of us would get up in the morning, run across the 7-Eleven, get a coffee and a pastry for $2, and come back. And they've got all sorts of coffees. They've got French vanilla, caramel, latte. Okay, and fair enough. So that's what we did to save a bit of money. So there is, you know, ways around this. You don't have to spend $5 in a Starbucks. You can get a coffee and a, yeah. and a, and a, and a croissant for two dollars and that's just, enough to just kind of set you off to have an early lunch i'm just looking on here the, the, the things that they've got you know while you were talking just having a look at what's available and i've got a, a place here called the king's inn which uh i've never heard of it looks great and it's only 685 pounds for a week so you it's can... worth checking though how close they are to the park. Well, this one's Some really this one's really close by the looks of it it's the end of it's a, it's right near the one that you've just been talking about. So there's Is so it? yeah, there's so many different. It's, it's not far from House of Blues. It's actually on the Which, corner. So they've of, just moved House of Blues to a place called I want to say Garden Grove, a Garden Walk. Yes, um, this is where it's right next to Garden Walk. So it's actually on the corner of of South Harbour Boulevard and West Cape Catella yeah. Avenue. You but know. that's where you'll find um, uh, many more restaurants. That's yeah. where Baba Gump's is, and that's yeah. where the Cheesecake Factory is. And then they've got like a couple of shops and stuff there, and they've got a chocolate shop, and they've got a bar, and I think they've got a bowling alley there now. Looks but like I think it's a load of stuff it. there, yeah. So they've got quite a bit going on there as well. So you don't actually necessarily have to go to Disney to have a a bit of a day out because you can yeah. go to the bowl, and then there's of course there's a I'm sure there's a cinema there as well. Okay. Um, but also just incidentally, if you're going as two adults and you fancy a day trip to Las Vegas, that's where you get the bus from. Fair enough. Oh. Talking about takes... buses, mm -hmm. if you wanted to stay further out to save a little bit more money, is there a bus? To... I'll take it there is. They have bus. what's called the ART, which is the Anaheim Resort Transportation. Um, I've only used it to go to a place at the Block of Orange, which is like an outdoor mall. And so I don't mm -hmm. know how good it is, how frequent it is, and how widespread it is, but it certainly took us there and back dead easy. Yeah. So if you were staying a little further out, I imagine mm -hmm. there would be a bus. Yeah, because now I've seen Orlando, you, could, you get could, the eye trolley. You could rely, I think you could rely quite heavily on public transport. Also, I imagine it would be, if you're a little further out, I imagine some hotels would lay on transportation for you. Yeah, because I know... Because you do um, see them. Okay. Yes, yes, I do, yeah. So but I've only ever stayed within walking distance. So one of the questions I've had, uh, I've, I've, and it's one of those sticking points for me with the trip, Obviously, Anaheim is an hour or so away from Los Angeles and LAX and all that sort of stuff. It's 34 miles from the airport, yes. So, how on earth, let's say you haven't got a car, how on earth mm -hmm. do I get myself from the airport to Anaheim to my hotel? So, until recently, the only way you could do it was by either having a friend pick you up yeah. or by arranging a shuttle bus service. Right. Um, however... Los, uh, the Los Angeles Council or the Orange County Council or whatever yeah. it is have relented and now allowed Uber and Lyft to start picking up at the airport. Right. So you can actually Uber, and I have done a fair estimate. 
as well. So I've done a fair estimate. So it works out at the most expensive, it could be as $57, One which way. is about £40. Yeah. And that was the highest bracket for uh, just a standard Uber. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is not too bad. Yeah, it's not horrendous. That's so bad, yeah. But then I also did it based on hiring the minibus. Yeah. Uh, or getting a, a minibus. And it worked at £80, so it's actually cheaper to get an Uber. To get an Uber than it is to get a minibus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I find that from, from, from not, I mean, I don't drive, but from what I've been told by people that do, mm. when they go to Disneyland, they don't drive. Because trying to drive, particularly around Los Angeles, yeah. is so stressful. Yeah. It can mm. take you an hour to travel a mile. Oh, wow. It's so congested. Oh, wow. There's okay. more cars in Los Angeles than people. It's because there's several lanes. Like, each lane the, means they're, something. They're absolutely massive, the lanes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the, it'll just be a case of the, the, the highway patrol just slowing down the traffic because they want to. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I would I probably recommend trying to do it as much that way as possible. Um, and even if you were to go up to Universal Studios, which I've actually priced up for you, Susan, because you asked about going to Universal Studios. Thank you. Um, it's 36 miles away, and it's going to be the same. It's 40, about £40, pounds, about 57 it's just because it's up there but it's just in a slightly different direction mm -hmm. and just a side note if you want to see the hollywood sign but oh, yeah. you don't want to go do a tour of hollywood on your way to universal studios you drive right past it <gasps> and you actually get not really close to it but you're close enough that you can get a good picture yeah <laughs> and then of course you get an awesome picture of downtown los angeles from a distance which if you travel to los angeles to do a tour you don't get that picture so Make of that what you will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Uber driver, can I just stop? Just, can I just, just take a stop, picture? Stop here on the, on the freeway, please. I get a picture of the Hollywood sign. Thanks. But you. yeah, it's easy and it is easy enough to get a picture of it. Um, you can also see it as you're coming into land. Oh, that's cool. Because one of the things um, I've always... Pretty, I will say, though, it's pretty underwhelming. I, I have heard that it, that it is. Um, we did a tour. We did a private tour when we were there a few years ago, and our driver was amazing. And he took us up as far as you're legally allowed to go, um, to the, to the sign, and we were really close to it. And that was that's when I was like looking at it, going, "This is really cool." Um, but apart from that, yeah, it's it's pretty underwhelming. It's kind of good to know that, that that's how it works because one of the things I'd want to do if I went out to California, obviously I'd want to do Disneyland, uh, I'd want to do Universal Studios, but I'd also like to do the proper movie studio tours as well. So, so here's here's a, a little a side note then. So, Universal Studios. Mm. Now, okay, I know. Bear in mind, we are working on a massive budget here, um, and we're going. <laughs> a little, I'm going a little off budget here. Yeah, but yeah, this that's is fine. so Universal Studios. You can do a ba you can buy a basic ticket and do the basic thing, and you're going to have a great day because yeah. they do a tour of the back lot, which right, okay. is definitely a total USP for it. Yeah. You actually, you know, you actually get to drive through actual movie sets. Mm -hmm. um, but, and this is what I recommend, and it's expensive, and I'm not going to say it's not because it yeah. is, but it's seasonal pricing. Yeah. Um, and we paid $290 See, per person. I was expecting you were going much higher than that. So, um, And we did a VIP tour. Included in your VIP tour, you get breakfast, which is really good, and coffee. And then they let you take some stuff away with you if you want. 
they then give you little handy bags to last you the day. So like mints, sun cream, uh, ponchos for the water ride. And is this um, the backlog access one, or is this the thing? This box? is the back. This is the backlog access one. Then they do a VIP tour of the park. So he takes you around, talks to you about the park. He get, takes you into the Harry Potter, uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, they take you on. The ride, two rides there. Then they jump straight to the front of the Ollivanders queue. You get to do Ollivanders. Awesome. And then they go, right, you've got half an hour in the Wizarding World. Do what you want. So you have your half an hour in the Wizarding World. Then they take you on to the other rides. A few, a few, the U... Universal Studios is split into two levels. You've got the upper lot and the lower lot. Yeah. It's And then you've got these huge escalators that take you down. So then they'll do, like, maybe the upper lot rides first. So it'll take you to, I'm just trying to think what's in there, Simpsons, which yeah. there, by the way, their Springfield is excellent. It's so much better than the Florida one. Okay. Because it's, it's huge. It's huge. They've got Springfield Elementary and the prison and, <gasps> and, oh, and um, what do you call the thing? The, the power plant. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool. It's really, really awesome, their Springfield. Um, and then they do, what else is up the top lot? Oh, um, Despicable Me. Then no, their Despicable Me is really cool as well because they've actually built the whole row of houses, and they've got oh, the, the the school for girls, and then they've got a super silly Funland as well that's got a couple of rides in it, and it's like a water play area for kids. Yeah. So they'll take you and do that. Then they'll be like, right, we're going to break for lunch, so you have a bit of lunch, and then it's right, we're meeting here, and then they take you down and they do the back lot tour, and the back lot tour lasts about two hours. Okay. But they actually take you off the tram. Oh, wow. Oh, by the way, lunch is included. And the lunch is this little VIP bit, and they do lobster, uh, sirloin steak, um, oh, fish, prawns. They just had loads and loads of stuff, and as much to eat as you want. Loads of desserts, and uh, the flavoured San Pellegrino's, Cokes, water, and it's all completely on the house. And then you can sit outside on the terrace, and the terrace overlooks the San Fernando, San Fernando Valley. Wow. So it's, it's like lunch with a view and while we were there we had the universal classic monsters so it was like character dining yeah so we had dracula the mummy and frankenstein come in and like have their pictures taken with us while we were at lunch it was so random but it was so awesome and then you go on the tour um and they they do the tour as kind of standard so they'll take you like oh here's where we filmed um one of the worlds here's where we filmed the grinch but then uh, at some points, they'll stop the tram and actually take you off. There's only about, say, 30 people on the tram. Right. And then they'll take you off and they'll talk to you. So we were really, really lucky because we got to go on two different sets. And one of the sets we got to go on was um, Courthouse Square. Yeah. So if you're a Back to the Future fan, you will know what that is. Yeah, yeah. And then the other set we got to go on, which is a little bit more apt for what we're, we, we do, we got to go on to the... Um, the set from Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, wow. <gasps> so the little town that they live in at the start before they move. Yeah. We got to, we got to, that's in there. That's, we got to, that's, that's basically amazing. the other side, on the other side of Courthouse Square. So they then took us over there and I had my picture facing that way. And I've got a picture of, you can see his bank and you can see that's all amazing. the background. So that was really cool. That's cool. Um, and then, of course, what else do you do? They take you into the prop warehouse, which is impressive. 
three floors of props you get to see some of the most famous props yeah and um, but not only that if there's sometimes people in there and they've got these trolleys and they stick stickers on them and you can have a look and you can be like oh that's for the new series of csi oh that's for the new series of shameless oh that's for the new series of grace and frankie oh that's for oh oh unannounced disney film oh and you can see all these props and people are going to pick all the props up and they, they rent them out it was really really cool and the costuming you get to see the costuming department as well yeah um so it's it's i definitely rec- and then and they take you to see one of the shows when we see him as Waterworld, and I highly recommend it. It's so good. The movie was awful. The show is amazing. And then they kind of go, right, you're free. And then you're free to use your pass. Um, your pass includes a front-of-the-line pass for any of the extra the rides the that you want to do. So if you want to go back to Wizard and World, we did... Um, we did... Oh, gosh, what's it called? Journey... Journey, I want to say Journey into Imagination, but that's not what it's called. It's Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. <laughs> forbidden Journey. Yeah, yeah forbidden we did journey. Forbidden Journey five times in a row. Ah, brilliant. <laughs> we just literally came off, walked round and did it. So I definitely, if you're going to do Universal... And they, do they have also two parks, or is it just one? Just, just one, one park. It's just one park, and it's split, like I said, it's split into two levels. So the ups, upper level's a bit more family-friendly, and then the lower level's a little bit more intense. So that's where the Mummy Roller Coaster is, and... Um, Transformers and Jurassic Park. That's, yes, they're all down the bottom end. And then that. the top end is Simpsons and Shrek and... Oh, no, in fact, Shrek's gone now. So there's no Shrek. They've taken, there's no Shrek anymore. No, um, yeah, Shrek and Super Simpsons um, Funland. You've got, you've got and, Walking Dead up there as well, haven't you? Oh, they're the Walking Deads up there, yeah. 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 I've also done that during Halloween Horror Nights, and I recommend that as I well. I want to do the Walking Dead. It'd be, that would be amazing. That would be an absolute must for me. I'd like to do that. It was... Uh, no, it was still being built when we were there. Two hundred pounds. I, to be honest, I think that's a decent deal. How much is it just for one single ticket then for a day? Uh, I think it's a hundred dollars. So for an extra two hundred, you get fast add, passes and add your food onto that. Yeah, add your ah, food onto that. True, yeah. and if you got a sirloin steak as well and all that. By the way, can I just tell you as well, Universal Hollywood. If you go to the and buy their food, it's terrible. Fair enough. <laughs> and how, how far it's away? Terrible. How far away is Universal Studios from? Um, from Anaheim. It's about 34 miles. Right, You're going in the similar. same direction as the airport right, and okay. then you kind of just swerve off at the last minute. Fair enough. Because it's actually in its own little place called Studio City. Right. And you've got Warner Brothers and that lot near, haven't you? I've, d- I've also done the Warner Brothers Studio Tour and that was pretty cool as well. Yeah, so that's the one I fancy as well. Because you mm. say you're... So we're looking, and so, that's been that's been massively updated since I last went. Like compared to what it was when I went, it's outstanding now. So yeah, I really fancy that. You've got because it's it quite cool sitting on the friend sofa. I'm not gonna lie. So you've got the Warner Bros near there, and that's all. You've got Glendale, Burbank, Burbank, and all that lot around that area, haven't you? You can also do a tour. I think you can do a tour of Paramount, and you can do a tour of the Sony. Right. Okay. Um, you'll, you can't do a tour of. Uh, Disney Studios, no. unless you're a D23 member. Yes. Oh. And you have to go. I think it's there's only select days that you can do it. But yeah, you can't just you can see the building and you can see the the animation building. You can see the dwarves and all that holding up the building, but yeah. you can't actually go into mm. the I'm studios at all. At it, I'm just looking at the um at the current studio tour for Warner Brothers. It's sixty eight, sixty five dollars if you book it beforehand. 
So it's not horrendous either. However, on that as well, there is actually a few tour companies that leave out of Anaheim that do like a Hollywood tour, right. and that includes a trip to Warner Brothers Studios. Oh, that's cool. Um, so if, if you fancy, you know, you fancy looking at Walt Disney's star on the Walk of Fame, or going to see Minnie Mouse because she's got one now. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then going to see like the um, the El Capitan Theatre, which is Disney's theatre. That's yeah. at the same place as the Walk of Fame. And then you've got the Kodak Theatre opposite, and that's yeah. also where Ch- um, Chinese theatre is. So you're getting four. Um, well, that's good to know. You know, you're getting four like land, like landmarks, I guess you would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one, and then we got taken to a place called Carney's, which is an old decommissioned train that's now a hot dog uh, oh, restaurant, cool. and we got taken to the Hollywood Bowl, and that was cool. Uh, what else did we do? Oh, we did a, a little mini tour of people's houses, and then we got to go into the Regent Beverly Wiltshire, which yeah. was the hotel from Pretty Woman. Nice. <laughs> Yes, and used their bathroom, and I was taking loads of pictures of the bathroom, and a man came in and thought I was mental. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lovely bathroom. <laughs> I love it. It does look amazing. So yeah, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't for the life of you remember who it was that done that tour for us, but it was awesome. The guy was superb, and he was That's the one that took us up to the Hollywood sign. Right. I wish I could remember who they were. But they were brilliant. That, that, I think it was uh, Anaheim four one one. I think that's what they were called. Sure. But they also do another tour as well that's um, a Disney tour and they'll take you to like the Tam O'Shanter restaurant, they'll take you to Walt Disney's resting place, they'll take you to buy the Disney Studios, they take you to the Walt Disney Concert Hall, so they've got a couple of tours I'm sure they're called Anaheim 411 I've got Anaheim 411 here, I'm just looking at their it's just directing me to their new homepage. Oh, their new homepage. They're now known as the Anaheim Tour Company And we had a guy called Tom and he was awesome Beach tours, the Walt tours, the combo tour. That's it, the Walt tour, that's the one. Nice. Sorry, Susan, what were you going to ask me? Um, with the £200 uh, Universal tour, does mm-hmm. that get booked up quickly? Or, cause, uh, I'm just, well, I can't believe I, the price of that. We'd, when I did it, when did I go to Disney? Because <laughs> you said there's only 30 people that do it. I take it, is it per day? They have diff- no, no, they have different times. So they, you do, it's 30, so what happens is, is your tour group itself is only about 15 people. In fact, mm-hmm. I don't even think it was that much on ours, I think it was about 12. And then there's maybe another tour group that's got like 12 people on theirs. And then you combine to do the tram tour. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can choose, there's different times you can choose. So you can choose to say your tour start at 10, 10, 10, 10, 20, 10, 30. And then I think maybe they've got, probably got, six six tours going on at the same time they just eventually all intermingle or two of them intermingle at any one time to do the the actual tour so yeah oh, okay. this, this looks amazing yeah this is this is me all over mm-hmm. yeah just yeah so so yeah, i'm sold anyway so um when we go so obviously that's taken us outside of disney yeah, sorry, we've got off our budgets now. I think, I think you know, I, also, I think just it's one, one thing to throw out there as well. If you guys are absolute <laughs> mad on roller coasters, yeah. in an hour away in Valencia, you have Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yes. And I can tell you now, the roller coasters there are insane. I've heard very good things about it. And you've got to say Knott's Berry Farm's not far either. And Knott's Berry Farm? Um, I've been to Knott's Berry Farm before. I've had first couple of times I've been really good time. Yeah. The last time I went... 
it wasn't so good. Okay, fair enough. But I think, I'd be honest with you, I do think that was just a one-off experience because every other time I've been before that, we've had a good day. Right. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah. So, our total? <laughs> so our total is, yes, yeah, so here's our total. 30 um, million. So, our, yes, uh, let's have a look. What is our total? Our total... <laughs> Uh, one, eight, seven, eight. Right, okay, so the total for two adults. Yeah. Um, flights, hotel, Disney Park tickets, transfers, is £1,878. That's not bad at all, is it? For two. So have... you could even throw in the Welcome to Disneyland tour, which is $25 per person, a two-hour tour of both the parks. You get to go on two different rides, and you get two lots of fast passes. Fabulous. That's great. Twenty-five for $25. And that doesn't okay. include your entrance. No, you'd have to, you, but you've already bought your tickets separate, so no, I'm afraid, afraid okay. it does not. Can you imagine? <laughs> and then for a family of four, £2,764. That's not bad at all, is it? Which is almost as cheap as one night in the Disneyland Hotel. As a week in the Disneyland <laughs> <Yeah>. Hotel. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I it, it's definitely on my list, and the thing is, you know, I want to save up because I'd, I'd want to obviously do Disneyland properly. I would also want to go to and do things like the Warner Brothers Studio tour, that sort of stuff. I'm being a, such a geeky but film buff. I think I would be mightily upset if I'd have gone and not had the opportunity to look at that as well. So, um, so I mean, like I said, you so that's what I'm saying. Like you can you can do it in a week. You can do it in a week. It's worth buy, but it's worth buying that five day pass because even if you did that tour. Um, and you did the tour, you did a tour of LA and then went to the Warner Brothers Studios, yeah. you're still going to be back at your hotel by 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's worth having that... So you could then, if you, you know, want to, head into the park. Yeah, so you can then be like, do you know what, let's go watch World of Colour. Yeah. Um, although the only downside to World of Colour is it works on a fast pass system. Oh, that's true. Which um, takes me to a few people ask some questions. Yes. So I'll start off on site versus off site. I think we've pretty much covered that. Yeah. Um, what else did I get asked? Uh, parades and nighttime entertainment um, in each park. Yeah. So both parks both offer different. Now, because they're currently transitioning between Paradise Pier to Pixar Pier. I'm not really sure what I know. Please don't. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the nighttime entertainments they're being offered uh, currently yeah. are. Um, but I can tell you that in Disneyland they are currently running um, "Remember Dreams Come True," which is what, my, still my favourite fireworks nighttime Disney fireworks. Yeah. Um, but from the summer they're going to be doing a new Pixar themed uh, fireworks show because it's going to be Pixar Fest. Um, they're also getting a new Pixar parade, yeah. I believe, which will replace the current sensational parade, which is one of those parades where the song just gets in your head. It's a proper earworm. Um, then over in DCA, you have Paint the Night. No, you have World of Colour, sorry, which is just hands down phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um, and then from the summer, you're going to have Paint the Night, which is the Main Street Electrical Parade, but on acid okay Fair like enough. it's ramped up 100 okay. it's it's ramped up to 11 um so that's that's kind of in the parades 
they currently have a daytime parade. Well, I don't know if they do it at DC at the minute because there's that much construction going on and there's not that much space for parades at DCA when there's construction. But they were doing the Pixar Play Parade. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. They've also got Fantasmics. Fantastic 2. Fantasmic 2.0. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not like Hollywood, uh, not like Hollywood Studios where it's a separate theatre. It's actually on Tom, Sawyer, Tom Sawyer's Island. So you have to sit around the rivers of America, yeah, and watch it that way. Yeah, um, and I can tell you now, Fantasmic 1.0 at Disneyland knocks socks off of Disney World's. Okay, so 2.0 is going to be. So I don't know about 2.0, but I know that they've added Rapunzel, yeah, um, and Aladdin, and they've taken the Peter Pan segment out, which I'm actually really upset about because that was really good, yeah. and added a Pirates of the Caribbean bit. Um, and I think they've updated Maleficent, but the Maleficent, the dragon there, is just oh, oh, she's not like you know how the one in Florida comes out and she's kind of got a bit of a tin foil body, yeah, like yeah. an like <laughs> yeah. hair that you throw on your Christmas tree when you were five. <laughs> yeah. This is a full dragon. It's okay. unreal. Um, so that's really, really cool. And that's the other nighttime show. Then what else have I got? Beat the Cures. Beat the Cures gets tied into how to beat the Cures. Disneyland doesn't have an off season. It's just no, busy it's all year round. It park, has it? quieter days. And by quieter days, I mean Space Mountain's gone from a 60-minute wait to a 50-minute wait. It's it, it's really uh, swings and roundabouts. Um, so there's not really any ways to beat the Cures apart from the age-old go on the rides during first thing in the morning, yeah, yeah. during the parades and things like that. Yep. Um, and also try and utilise their fast pass system as much as you can. Okay. Um, which is... For their fast pass system is a combination between... Now, this is new, so I've just had to do a bit of research on this. It's a combination between My Magic Plus and traditional paper fast passes. Yeah. So everything's done on an app. Okay. They don't have park-wide Wi-Fi. They have Wi-Fi hotspots. So obviously, right. it's coming from the UK. It's a little trickier for us. Yeah. Um, but it's linked to your ticket, and it's linked to the app online. So download the app before you go. And use those hotspots, um, which is brand new, by the way, because Disneyland have only introduced this because of MaxPass. Um, you couldn't use down Disneyland... Uh, they didn't have Wi-Fi in Disneyland because they didn't want people looking at their phones. They actually wanted people looking up rather than down. Yeah. But they've had to relent because of Max Pass. Yeah. And it's just like My Magic Plus. Book your rides, book your ride times online. Yeah. You don't have to be in the park to book it. So you could be in Disneyland and be like, oh, Ready at Spring Races. They've got that in half an hour. Well, quick, let's grab it. Yeah. And then you can run across to Ready at Spring Races and use it. And again, it acts the same. If you're doing Fast Pass, they still have the paper Fast Pass tickets machines, but all they do is print off the time. Right. So even if you've got a paper ticket, um, your fast pass is actually linked to your paper ticket rather than a fast pass. Yeah. It's, that bit, that's where it gets complicated. However, max pass, also you get photo pass. But it's $10 per person per day. Good grief. Okay. So if you're going as a family of four, yeah. that is an extra. Assuming you want all your family to be going on the same rides, yeah. that's an extra two hundred dollars, which is quite a lot of money. That's mm. quite a lot of money. Um, and it's you know it's not essential. You can still do fast passes the old-fashioned way, but yeah. it's just linked to your ticket. So they'll scan your oh. ticket, 
and you'll get a return time, but that's not your fast pass anymore. Right. The, t the, the bit of paper you get, the print off you get, is now just a reminder. It yeah. just has the time on it, and you, you don't hand that back when you go back to the mm. when you go back to the fast pass queue. You they scan your ticket again, and it's fair enough. And I, I, I don't thinking, know, I think they've made that look a bit complicated, but yeah, that's the only way I can see. Do you know people are saying that people reaction? that are paying for it are saying it's awesome. People are saying that the, the amount of fast passes that they're getting is doubled. Right, okay. And I'm right um, thinking... So they're saying it is, it is worth it. You know, maybe do it one or two days, but definitely don't do it your full trip. And I'm right in thinking that uh, if you're in the Disneyland Park and you do get a fast pass for Cars Land and you go, it's in half an hour, the mm -hmm. walking distance between the two parks is like five minutes and it'll be like... It, oh, it's, it's... Oh, it's... It's... <laughs> For, for Disneyland Paris people, it's closer yeah. than Disneyland to studios. They are literally across the Esplanade. That's mental. Right, okay. So it's it's like, I'm just trying to think, because I, I compare everything to things in Manchester. It would be like walking from... Uh, it'd, be like, it'd be like walking from the top of Main Street to the castle at Disney World. Right, it's, it's that close. It's that, yeah, the Esplanade's quite, like, that. I think the hub at Disney World's quite large, isn't it? Yeah. It's probably about the same distance between the two parks. Oh, okay. They, 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 they sit facing each other. The right. entrance to Disneyland is facing the entrance to California Adventure. Okay, fair enough. So imagine the way the Newport Bay Hotel faces um, New York Hotel. Yeah. That's how they face each other. Okay. Yeah. Only okay. the gap between the two is smaller. Fair enough. Half the size. Fair enough. So it's it's very easy to walk that. Very, very if easy. you're fast, if your ride goes down, yeah. Uh, well, you have when you have your max pass. Um, when you open the app, balloons pop up, <laughs> um, and your fast pass has now gone from being a um, a ride fast pass to a multiple experience fast pass, right, which okay. means you can use it then on any fast pass mm -hmm. attraction. Oh, brilliant! That's great. Um, so that's how that's that's the very the very gist of how uh, Max Pass works, but there's really good YouTube uh, tutorials on there, and okay. Touring Blog, Touring Plans Blog, um, has a very, very in-depth description of how Max Pass works, including okay. its pros and its cons. Sounds um, good. So that's good. Um, as for eating and making things cheap. Like I said, there's a target mile and a half away. Most of the hotels that you book on South Harbour Boulevard have got fridges. Some of them even have microwaves. Yeah. So it's very easy. You can, you know, to do porridge in the morning or cereals in the morning if you don't want to spend a fortune. Or like I do what we did and run across the road to the Seven Eleven and get um, coffees and pastries. It's it's very very simple. But at the same time, a Denny's breakfast is what ten dollars. It's not really breaking the budget, and even if you wanted to leave the parks in the afternoon, you didn't want to pay Disney prices. You are literally coming out and walking across the road, and you have a choice. Excellent. You have a choice of of many many places um, to choose from, so you didn't you shouldn't need to worry too much if you didn't want to spend spend big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we found when we went one of the best ways to do it was to have a uh, food kitty. And we just bought a gift card, a Disney gift card. This is how we did it in Disneyland. Yeah. But we bought a Disney gift card and we just... So we say we, we were like, right, we'll do $400 each. And we had $1,200 between the three of us. We then just, every time we went, we just paid for our meals with the gift card. And then mm -hmm. what was left on it at the end, we bought souvenirs. Right. 
Fair and there was someone, really there was good. loads left at the end. You know, and even if it was simple as I'm going to Coke, use the gift card. It was, it was, that, that's kind of, for me, it's a really good way. It's you're setting, you're already pre-setting yourself a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have a dining and plan? And what's that? Do they have a Disney dining plan? No. Oh. They don't. They might do it, but, but if they do, it would work like Disneyland Paris, it wouldn't work like Disney World's. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, Disneyland has a massive snacking culture. Like, their food is great, but it's loads of snacks. Yeah. Yeah, with the, yeah. They do, I mean, they do have some, like, massive budget eats. Like, if you go to Disneyland, you can eat in the little red cart of a corn dog. And here's a little tip. If you want a corn dog and you don't want the chips, just tell them you want the corn dog. And it'll, they'll knock money off. I think it comes out at, like, eight fifty for a corn dog. Wow. Okay, that's good to know. And it's quite filling a corn dog. Um, or they've got the Bengal barbecue, which does skewers. Yeah. Really tasty beef skewers. Again, you're looking at, like, $6 for a skewer. It's nothing. Um, and then one of my favourites is Cafe Orleans, where you can have the Monte Cristo sandwich. I've heard a little price here at $21, but you are going to be stuffed. Mm. Yeah. You're going to be I wanna stuffed. I want to head to the Cozy Cone Motel one. The Cozy Cone Motels. No, yeah. never mind pizza. Have Chili Cone Carney. Yes, Chili Cone Carney. Oh, I've had yeah. Chili Cone Carney. Popcone. Have, have we got any <laughs> other questions from people? Or is that, have we kind of covered all of those now? Um, no, so, you, yeah, I've kind of covered them. So two, two, we had two Hannahs. Two Hannahs. Um, and, I know, two Hannahs. They both, one asked about off-site hotels. Um, and then one asked about the shows and the fireworks. So, Hannah and Hannah, hopefully I've answered your questions. And then I think it was Nicola. Yes, Nicola um, asked about the Max Pass. Awesome. So if, if if I would say if you can afford it, I'd go for it. I think, especially if you're going to go at a slightly busier time, I actually think you would benefit from it. Okay. One of the things I would probably suggest as well is going in May for Dapper Day. If only because I while the park is busy, yeah, people don't want to get their outfits wet. They don't want to go on roller coasters and ruin their hair. No. So the queue times are minimal. Excellent. I think we waited 20 minutes this Splash Mountain. That's good. Yes. That's um, so, yeah, so like there is, there's like loads of places you can eat um, that, that, that do budget places, and there's loads of places off site that's easy enough to get to. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the benefit of having a city on your doorstep. Well, there we go. That's, literally, um, literally that's on your doorstep. Really I mean, John, so in staying, if you're staying on-site, is there any sort of perks? Like if you were at Walt Disney World, you've obviously got the, sort of the magic bands, the early uh, ma- extra magic hours. If you stay in a Disney hotel, you get early magic hours. Um, most people tend to think, I, th- oh, I think it's in DCA. We found that most people tended to go to Tower to Terror and Radiant yeah, Spring Races. Yeah. What we did is we sought out the really hard-to-meet characters. So we went and met Anna and Elsa, and we were the only people there. Wow. So we sat and chatted to Anna and Elsa for about 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a 15 minute long character interaction. Because nobody, everybody no, wanted to go straight to the rides. Yeah. Nobody wanted to meet Anna and Elsa. Fair enough. Well, Could you imagine that happening at Disneyland Paris? I don't um, think so. Thank you for that, John. Uh, I, certainly, I've, I've learned quite a bit tonight, actually, because um, it's one of Disneyland's one of those things that I've always wanted to do, but I've never really done a huge amount of research into, just in case I get myself too excited before I'm actually going to go. But um, but it's definitely, uh, well, well, with that show, one day I will be there. So, if so. you're a Disney Parks fan, I think it's it's definitely, yeah. definitely for you. I mean, mm-hmm. Disneyland itself has yeah. 
over 60 attractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. I, think, I think it's got more than that. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, hopefully, there's some people are, are, are far more informed now than they were. Um, but that's it for this evening. That's all we uh, we plan to do tonight. And I think you know that's taken an hour and fifteen minutes of your wonderful time anyway. So, uh, well, so if anybody has any more questions, though, just fire them over to us, and I'll well, answer yeah. the best I can. So, uh, as always, uh, thank you, John, for joining me. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. listening to my voice for thank ages. Thank you, Susan. Thank you very much. And Thank if you. If you've got any comments, questions, suggestions, anything like that, you can email us radio at disneybrit.com. You can go to facebook.com forward slash disneybrit podcast. Twitter is at disneybrit. And you can go to disneybrit over on Instagram as well. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time with another show. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful couple of weeks and hope we'll have everybody back in two weeks' time. But uh, have a good couple of weeks. Until then, we'll see ya. Californian, thank you.